Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We're so glad that you could join us live today. And today's date is July 25th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Greg Messina. And if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Christ, the way, the truth, the life. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and your comments today. I don't know if you know who Jesus is, but if you don't, we do encourage you to get to know him today. I do have to give you the bad news first. Uh, we are all sinners, and we have all fallen short of the glory of God. We deserve eternal separation from God and his blessings. But the good news is our debt or sins have been fully paid for by the finished work of Jesus Christ on that cross at Calvary. He shed his blood for our sins, died, was buried, and was the only person who has risen in a fully glorified body on the third day. If you believe that this has happened, placing your trust in the blood of Jesus, you are saved from eternal damnation. You will begin to want to start live for him and not for the world. As scripture states, we actually become ambassadors for Christ. Imagine that. And today we don't bring uh, any guests on today, but we had an excellent guest last week. If you missed it, we had Dr. Barry Awe on, and you can view that uh, on a past, a previous episode on both Uptime channel and uh, also on Bob Barber's channel and Time Dream Vision. And tonight we bring back Brother Bob Barber and, of course, Brother Michael Pelz. Gentlemen, brothers, thank you for coming back on. Absolutely. My thank pleasure. You. Yes. Yes. All right. So uh, verse of the day comes from BibleGateway.com. We like to put these out there. I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandments from Psalm 119.60. That uh, is uh, BibleGateway.com. All right. So um, we have a lot to discuss right now. First of all, we could do mm -hmm. a little recap from last week. Uh, we had an amazing guest, uh, I, you know, long time coming for uh, Dr. Barry uh, to come on. Uh, a lot of people have requested him to come on. I'm glad we had the opportunity yeah. to bring him on. What did you guys think? Oh, oh I thought it was fantastic. On. Yeah. Go ahead. You go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry, Bob. Yeah, it's uh it was really uh very enlightening to be able to see his delivery and research put put out there about the new wine. And um I just think it's some really cool uh information to really motivate us in this time that we're in because when you look around the world right now, it yeah, it's just uh a dumpster fire. So it's better to just keep our eyes focused on the Lord and uh, to see these times approaching so quickly, especially with the new wine and then the tuba off and the, the daughters of Shiloh and the, the, the brides that dance and being snatched away, I think is an awesome watch time on the 15th of Av as well. So I say that it was so fantastic. And then Mr. Bones, you know, he had a lot to say. What can I say? <laughs> He's a great co pilot for him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he is incredible, man. So much, um, so much more information, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really, um, I, I've been going through his content again. I went through those videos again. I watched the uptimes again because when you're a part of the, uh, when you're part of the community, going through it, and then it's like you have to sometimes you have to sit and watch the comments, and, and while Doctor Barry's talking, I'm doing like multitasking, doing a bunch of stuff, you know. And then I just try to listen to what he's saying. And he he drops all these gems, and sometimes I'll pick up one of these gems, and that's what I did last week and this past week, is I'm picking up these gems that I missed when he was talking, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the things I, I think find very interesting, and I was talking to um, um, Aaron Agatomet and Brother John from Watchmen for that great day, which, by the way, we're doing a live stream with John's channel tomorrow, uh, 2 p.m., uh, starting at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, mm-hmm. okay? I'm going to get on there. I'm going to be on there on and off all the entire thing. But what's interesting is one of the gems, I like to say right now, one of the biggest arguments I think is so incredible about tomorrow, the 9th of Av, is this. Is the first, there There have been two temples that have been destroyed, both around the yep. 9th of Av. And they are also corporate temples because corporate Israel was represented in those temples. All right. Temple number one, temple number two. Okay, Solomon's Temple, Herod's Temple, all right? So the first two temples were destroyed on the 9th of all buildings, okay? Now, what is the third temple? It's not the one they're about to build. It's us, the body of Christ. We are the third temple now, all right? Jesus said, destroy this temple three days, I'll raise it, all right? They're like, oh, it took us 46 years to build this temple. Jesus was talking about his body. And this one came to me. I was talking to you. Realize that our bodies <clears throat> are now the temple. There are many temples. There are miniature temples within the big temple of Jesus Christ. Right, the big temple of the body of Christ has these little temples operating inside of it. Okay, so the third temple is the body of Christ, the corporate body of Christ. We so have the first two corporate temples, and then the third corporate temple, which is the body of Christ. Okay, with that being said, if the first temple is destroyed on the ninth of Av, and the second temple is destroyed on the ninth of Av, then when will the third temple be destroyed and rebuilt? Hmm. Possibly the ninth of Av. Okay, and that would be the rapture resurrection. In the moment of the twinkling of an eye, if we are destroyed and rebuilt. Talk about build back better. The holy so the holy version. But that's holy a huge version. one. That those are one of those gems that I did not pick up until after I was listening to his uh videos of because I had to edit that stuff and make yeah. small sections of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank well, you for doing man, that. Mm-hmm. I started I started getting all those gems, and that's just one of them. Guess what's what's the other ones that's significant about tomorrow? The fact that one that's tomorrow. Tomorrow is also Wednesday. Wedness, which is wedding, wedding day, wedness, that's tomorrow too. Tomorrow mm-hmm. is also the 726, which is the strongest number for hard podzo. I mean, it just mm. keeps going on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. That's so cool. Mm. And just to furtherly support what uh, Brother Bob's saying here, in Acts 17.24, it says that God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is the Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. And then when we go over to Ephesians 2.20 and 21, we see that it says, and are built upon the foundations of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord. So we are being built by the Lord Jesus Christ into that holy temple. And one of my favorite possible prophetic parallels, which I believe it is, is Zerubbabel. Do not despise the day of small things. And how they went out to build a temple and there was a delay. And then he came back and finished the temple, right? Oh, how and awesome. I think that's such a, yeah, it's such mm-hmm. a, 
prophetic parallel between what Jesus Christ is doing, right? He is the chief cornerstone. He came and started it. There was a delay, and then he's going to come back and then finish it. So I, I love that. 1724, mm-hmm. uh, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, well, not in temples made with hands. Amen. Amen. And, and the fa- fact, the feast, uh, the feast of new wine. Okay. Yes. And that, in the fact, you know, that how amazing is that? You have our bodies, which are skins filled with blood, which represents wine. Okay. There's going to be new wine, which requires new skins. Okay. Our new wine, which is our spirit. Okay. I love that. In that sense. And mm-hmm. now the spirit mm-hmm. needs a new skin. And when that spirit mm-hmm. bursts at the, it's going to, our, the Holy Spirit's going to burst and change within us. According to uh, uh, Romans eight ten eleven, at that that happens at the last trump, and when that takes place, it bursts it bursts out of us. So when that happens, we're going to be given new skins at that point, you know. So now we have, you know, you have that whole parallel. There's so many interesting parallels, but you know, one thing I have to say, if nothing happens, this is actually one of three watches right now, okay. Mm. The second watch is uh there's a celestial alignment that's a rapture alignment that will take place around the 15th 16th of August. It's a perfect celestial alignment, and um, Aaron from God has been showing me this alignment. And then of course the mother of all, which will be the feast of trumpets. Okay, and the fact that we have the uh the 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 seven year rescue plan being that that summit begins on the feast of trumpets. Okay where they want everybody to recommit. And by recommitting, that means reconfirming to confirm the covenant, you know? And mm. I mean, there's so many things here. Reasons to be excited, folks. Reasons yeah. to oh, be yes. excited. Come yeah. on. Yeah, so nothing yeah. happens over the next several days. Don't sweat it, okay? Yeah. We just didn't, yeah. we didn't get it right then. But we did our part, all right? Dr. Burial did his part. That's what we do as watchmen. Okay, we are that close now. I don't think we're going to make it out of this year, Greg. I don't think we're going to make it out of this year. A lot of people are anticipating, yeah, that we are going to be gone before the year is over. And uh, there's many reasons to believe that. Um, Many. Um, Now, yeah, I just want to point something out, too, because there is something that was mentioned about the 9th of Av, too. Is it true, and you guys can let me know, that... Both World War One and World War Two happened around this period. They began around uh, World War One. World War Two began in the fall. Okay. So I don't think that was the ninth fall. Ninth of all kind of deals with Israel. Yeah, we're talking about a uh, World War One. World War Two began in September. Okay. Both of them. Yeah, I know there was something like that. Too. Yeah, I've heard something like that too, Greg. I never took the time to vet it out, though. Unfortunately, I think I think there have been some I've things going back like and that. forth uh, yeah. with with the season, and some people may be getting confused with which season that that was. Um, but that you're right. So that was that was during the fall, during the fall mm-hmm. feasts. Okay. And plus, you got um, next tomorrow. If it does happen, Business Insider and other economists said they're going to recall the dollar. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. That'd be pretty traumatic, actually. And you're going to have a stock market crash. I've seen those. I've seen the headlines for that. And they're also doing this. You know, you you notice that tomorrow uh, they're going to do the 11th rate hike. Uh, You see that? 
That's, oh, uh, yes. About to do mm-hmm. the 11th rate. Uh, maybe I gotta find that picture. Where is it at? It's right here. Here, I'll show it to you. Uh, do you see this here? Get a close up on this. Oh, Let's yeah. See. Stock market crash alert. Mark your calendars, July 26th. It is going to be the 11th rate hike coming at the next FOMC meeting. The mm. 11th rate hike. How about that? Maybe there it is again. Chaotic chaos. The 11s are all over the place, especially for me right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it just, it just keeps on going and going and going. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, what oh, about yeah. the disclosure? Wasn't there something about UFO disclosure also tomorrow? Yeah, I heard something yeah, about that. Yeah, there's the uh, biggest, the biggest UFO disclosure. They're putting all the cards on the table. You know, Dr. Barry all made a great point in his last video. You guys watch that video? I know this video is like 125 years long, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I, I love watching through it. I, I love watching through it. He made a short video. It was only like 43 minutes, something like that. So I recommend go watch only. it. <laughs> okay. but, uh, <laughs> but he did make That's this great right point. Here. Notice what's going to happen. And I've noticed this has been happening over the last eight months is as soon as we get to uh, uh it happened last year to feast the trumpets. When mm. we get to a high watch date, they yeah. start pushing the UFO uh, disclosures. They oh, start yeah. ramping up UFO, you know, disclosures. And you start hearing them talk about it on the news. They start putting it out there. So that way, if the rapture happens, they have the uh, the peak curiosity of UFOs is at is at its peak. When the oh, rapture yeah. happens, they're, that's oh, what yeah. they're trying to achieve right now. But mm-hmm. if we go through this high watch, you notice how they're ramping up and they're doing this stuff in the Congress right now. If mm-hmm. we don't leave over the next three days, watch it, watch them pull it back. It'll, yeah, it'll die it, down. It'll yep. die down real quick. And they're going to be like, okay, they, 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 the Christians are still here. And now they're like, oh, you know, they're talking about the 16th of August. And I, I swear they watch us. They have to watch us. <laughs> The government yes. has to, that's the only reason why my channel is still running because they're watching <laughs> us and they're like, Oh, I think because the Holy Spirit's not going to show them, Michael. Yeah, exactly. He's going to show us. Yeah. So when we go into the high watch middle of August, watch it ramp up again. They'll start, they'll start putting that stuff out there again and then it'll die down. And then once we get to the feast date, oh man, they're going to probably, <laughs> they're probably have to use Project Blue Beam by this point. Everybody's going to be stolen. <laughs> right. Everybody's gonna be so desensitized. Like, Governor, we're gonna explode, and they're like, no, you know, you need to start putting stuff up in the sky, dude. Nobody yeah. wants to listen to you guys no more. Right? Yeah, it's crying uh, uh, wolf. This ahead, UFO Michael. disclosure on the twenty sixth isn't it a, an attempt to push to declassify anything over the twenty five years ago? Isn't that exactly what they're trying to do as far as their disclosure? Is that what well, you guys heard? I haven't heard much about it. I just know the fact that they are planning on doing something in terms of disclosing, uh, you know, disclosing this whole aspect of the UFO phenomenon and extraterrestrials. Um, so you have, we brought this article up. Thank you, Michael from the guardian.com. We're done with the cover up UFO claims to get their day in Congress. Okay. Uh, U.S. House panel to hold first public hearing on extraterrestrial question following whistleblower claim of intact alien vehicles. Okay, so we'll see where this goes, folks. Uh, But the fact that more U.S. politicians are getting involved with this tells us that we're getting closer and closer to something big here. Um, 
uh, UFO on the White House lawn, maybe not so much. But uh, the fact that it's kind of trickling, it's kind of like a trickle feed so much. Uh, and we'll see where it goes. Uh, but, you know, we know that there's something to this. And we know that this is more of a demonic deception oh, uh, yes. coming from the fallen angels. And it it's going to play out in the end times. We know it. So mm-hmm. the fact that we're seeing this progress in the media and uh, more U.S. politicians uh, taking mm-hmm. note of it tells me something is just around the corner. Oh, yeah. And they like like Bob was bringing up, they definitely flex it really much so in this time frame, especially around these high watch days. And another thing that I noticed that they bring up and get high exposure of is the whole NATO aspect and, you know, NUKEs and different weapons of WMDs and things of that nature. Have you guys noticed that one also being a repeating theme that starts getting uh, kind of brought up more? So mm-hmm. every time I watch it comes around, I always happen to see some heavy uh, information coming out of, you know, Ukraine and Poland and what their movements are doing and different. It's like they're always setting everything up because I really do believe personally, you know, that's just my my opinion. But I do believe that it's the project Bluebeam is going to be intermixed with a nuclear type of exchange. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, NATO recalled all those Ukraine troops. Yeah, yeah, I get lines. Yeah, so that they 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 pulled everybody back. So what are they getting ready to do? You know, so yeah, only thing up? I could see is nuclear. Okay, see, so yeah. you got that going on. You got people going underground. You got you got a uh, you got here's what, what about what happened with the uh, what happened in um, Israel? All right, they 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 they, they passed that where the. Uh, that those those thirteen fifteen liberal judges now can't make the rules no more. Yes, thirteen liberal yes. judges and twelve. Yeah, that liberal. just just happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's big in terms of uh, politics. There, uh, trying to bypass Supreme Court um, to and and they are up in arms. People are up in arms right now, and and uh, it's not looking good. Um, yeah, I mean, talk about tyranny, and you know, I mean, crazy. Yep, trying to buy with the uh, with that NATO um, aspect going on. They're they're supposed to be having a hearing, a Ukraine NATO council on July 26th as well. I I sent you the link there, Greg, up there, and okay, um, that that's really interesting because that's another 26th date, and um, mm-hmm. you know, it's like wow, how many more of these converging dates on the specific day? So I really, I'm you know. Whether or not it's going to be the moment of our, you know, awesome day, the redemption of the purchase possession on the 26th, or if some real changes, some really crazy escalations are going to take place. I don't know. I mean, personally, I am ready to get out of here. And I'm sure you guys are too. It's, well, it's, 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 as are we. This, this yeah, is the this biggest is watch. Like Dr. Burry also, this is the biggest mm-hmm. watch of Revelation 12 sign. This is so much bigger than Revelation 12. The reason why I say that because Revelation 12 is a great sign, but it didn't have the BRICS nations. It didn't have a covenant with many. It didn't have, it wasn't yep. preceded by this big, you know, pride crap. It, you know, you, you don't have mm-hmm. people chanting in the street, we're coming for your children. Okay. Mm-hmm. Total, total Sodom and Gomorrah because what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah? What happened to Sodom and Gomorrah? They surrounded Lot's home. They were going for the innocent men, the angels. They're saying, we want them. 
we want the we want them bring them us we can know them okay so same thing happened now they want the innocence in our homes who are children so mm-hmm. they're surrounding our homes surrounding our lives and they say hey unless you're okay with this agenda we're you know you're gonna lose your life you're gonna lose everything you have to be okay with these freakish colorful people okay so and they're chanting we're coming for your children so now it's a perfect it's a perfect um example perfect parallel of the days of noah i mean days of lot happening and of course what happened days of lot there was an extraction of him and his family and judgment fell Mm -hmm. okay jesus said that his return will be as the days of not days of lot days of noah okay so i mean it's a perfect and then then you have the feast of new wine which is like Super rapture juicy, just like Dr. Barry Oz said. And then you have the BRICS nation <laughs> coming together next month. And then you have the covenant, the seven-year agreement, this seven-year rescue plan that they want to put into place. And in, and then if you if you uh broadcast it further, if you you know seven years from now, what do you got, Greg? 2030. Mm-hmm. We have perfect yes. forecasts for 2030 being if you just forget about everything we just talked about, <laughs> right. if you just ignored everything that's happened, pretend no one said anything to you about anything, you time travel to the future. And before you learn a single thing, someone said, hey, watch this 2030 video. And he's like, wow, Jesus can return 2030. Great. Now, since you know that, check out what's happening all around the world right now. <gasps> yeah, he's definitely <laughs> coming back 2030. <laughs> and now you look at all that. <laughs> Birth pains, yeah. yeah. We're talking about stuff that's talking about the Olivet Discourse, Matthew 24, chapter mm-hmm. 24, that is. Yeah, we're talking about uh, there will be many signs here going on at the time of this uh, earthquakes happening in diverse places, right? Um, yeah. So, you know, that is what we've been experiencing for, for years on end now. Um, I mean, the, the setup is here. I mean, the uh, River Euphrates practically dried up. Yeah, ready, ready for uh, those mounted troops to cross over that, right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's so many different signs right now pointing to the return of Christ. Uh, folks, don't wait on it. Uh, anyone who's just joining in who does not know the Lord, um, get get to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and the 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 gospel can be found First Corinthians fifteen one through four. Uh, that uh, you can use to get out the door, right? Come on, let's go. Let's get out of here. In Jesus' name, uh, God is so good, and he's gracious, and um, he is abounding in love, and he does mm. not, he, he relents from sending his calamity. He relents from it. He doesn't want to do that to people, but he's a just God. He's a righteous and just God. And, um, and of course, uh, he, he wants he wants a relationship with you. He does. And that's what we're here partially for, of course, here on Uptime. We are not a denominational church. Uh, we are here as an online educational forum, as uh, like-minded believers in Christ that are going over the Bible, going over Scripture and some unique end-time perspectives. Not everything's going to be on, on point, and not everything's going to be on, on key. And there's some things that we were going uh, may get wrong here and there. But some of it's speculation. But you know what? God's yeah. word, uh, his words will never pass away. That's what the that's what the word says. His words will never pass away. Folks, this is the time to get to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. This is the time. This is the time to get the Holy Spirit within you. You know, I sat there. I, I actually talked to my family. You know, I sat them down 
and I laid this whole thing out before them, you know, as a watchman of the house should be doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. if you have your families in your house right now, just you know, put some food off and hey, come eat some food. I got something I gotta show you. Okay. You gotta do it now because if you go into eternity and you know you could have made a difference that night, okay, you're gonna regret it. Okay. Share the stuff on Facebook, get this information out there now. Okay. We have a high watch. Now it may not work out, but that's okay. We got two more ahead of us. But this one here, the Holy and I was explaining to him, the Holy Spirit needs to be within you for this whole thing to work. I don't care. You can believe whatever else you want to believe, but if that Holy Spirit's not indwelling within you, that's going to change from the inside out, as outlined in Romans 8, 10, and 11. If that work is not in you that God's doing, if that work's not in you, that work's not going to be finished coming out of you, like it says right there, that it says, and the dead also shall be quickened in your mortal mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth within you. Okay? (laughs) So the first fruits of the spirit needs to be within you. And it's interesting because we're talking about the new wines, okay, wineskins bursting from the new wine, okay? That whole narrative is taking place right now, you know? The Feast of New Wine is such an interesting, um, such an interesting concept. And if you read Romans 8 and go from 8, 10 through uh, 17, 10 through 17, I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I so I showed you the first two parts. If, and I read it, I, I always read it here all the time because this represents the work that's within you. And you can read it for yourselves right here. The Holy Spirit that dwells within you after you believe in Jesus' blood to atone for your sins that he shed at the cross. Okay, his Amen. blood washes you clean. All right. Once you believe Amen. in that blood atonement, God knows if it's a, now if you try to figure out if you believe, you believe, you believe. God can figure out when you believe. Trust me. Okay. Mm-hmm. The moment you believe, he's like, I got you. And he seals you. Okay. The moment you believe that. And then he prepares you for the rapture resurrection with that spirit of his Holy Spirit that dwells within you. But if you go to verse 16, it says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. That's a great okay. verse. Awesome verse. And if, and if the children, yeah. and, and if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. So be that we suffer with him that we may also glorified together. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Amen. That's the rapture resurrection right there. Glorified. There you go. Amen. And that, you know, you you talk about the work in us, and it just came to mind, Philippians 1, 4 through 6. Always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform Mm -hmm. it until the day of Jesus Christ. So we got that guarantee, guys, that seal, the Holy Spirit seal, Ephesians 1.13. Yes, God is faithful to bring us to completion. And it's it's his finished work. We're his workmanship, Ephesians 2.10. And mm-hmm. that's that's so comforting when we can realize and get to that point to where we understand it's it's God. It's the king of the universe is working it out for us to bring us to where we need to be. How much more comforting can that get? You know, it's so exciting. And I know sometimes things get challenging, but when we stop and 
and and really examine the situation and remember that it's God who's the one who's working it out in us, that we are his workmanship, you can just rest in his work. You can rest mm. because he is able to do all things. So That's for right. those to come out there and say, oh, well, you could lose it or or this isn't right or da da da. You're saying that God isn't omnipotent. He's not all powerful, which is a lie. He is all powerful and he is able to bring it to completion. And I that's right. That's just something that the Lord always instills into my mind. And every time, you know, any type of rough patches come along in life and you remember that and you remember his finished work and his blood, it just melts every hair and you just the anxiety and that That's tumultuousness, right. it just melts away and it's just replaced by his peace. And I just yeah. really love that. Anytime, folks, you feel that pull uh, in another direction, start getting back into his word. Um, Amen. You know, start going back into uh, previous uptimes where we're we're discussing the word. We're getting into the meat and potatoes of the word to show and prove that what we're saying here is true. Um, you know, that uh, we are in a different dispensation, a dispensation of grace right now. Okay, folks. So um, once you're in the body of Christ, you're in, you're in, right? The adoption to sonship. Uh, Bob brings that up numerous times and uh, his example all the time of how you adopt a son or a daughter. Um, You know, you're, they're still your son and daughter. You're not going to give up on them. You're not, you're just not going to do it. Same thing here. Same thing here, folks. So uh, don't get discouraged. Um, exactly. You know, please don't don't start going off into uh, other areas, other uh, waves, you know, of the sea. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. That sea of faith, so to speak, um, because Leviathan's yeah. going going to come after you and he's going to yeah. try to take you and grab you and pull you in another direction. And you're going to be shipwrecked. You don't want that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, folks, let's let's keep stick to the word, the authority yeah. of Jesus Christ. Stand on that firm rock Amen. in which we stand and we hold true, Hallelujah. we hold fast to the truth of God's word. Thank hey, you, Jesus. Hey, Greg, go to uh, Colossians yes. 2, 11 through 14. Um, you know, we could, we, we pretty much, we're on a high watch. All right. We get it. All right. And I love what Dr. Barry all, he was in the talk about in this video. He feels like, you know what? I feel like I can rest now because I brought this forth. And I feel this rest coming on me now where it's like, we're here. We're just waiting to go now. So with that in mind, now we need to be confident in our place in the rapture. And I want to mm-hmm. encourage everybody now that you are going in the rapture for these reasons. And there's one I'm going to give you right here. Colossians 2, 11 to 14. It says right here, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without Hands. Without hands. Amen. I love What's that. that? It's What's, just... that What's that, Michael? That it's... is the rebirth of your spirit. Yeah. Mm. Without hands, guys, this is something you'll see yeah, numerous times. Without hands is showing you it's a work of God. It's not a work of man, just like the temple that is made without hands. It's showing you that it's something that God's doing that no one else can do. This is something that it's completely on him and it's just so awesome oh man that's why when you go all the way back you know and the the prophetic type and the shadows of things to come it always just blew my mind because when you've seen the altars that they would build and they would stack the stones up and it said that never to lay a tool upon it right 
because it wasn't something if someone took a chisel to that that altar then it started to become something a work of their own hand it was completely it god was already showing from the very beginning hey this is something that i'm gonna do you just take the rocks that i made and you step up but you dare not touch those things with that those tools because this is something that i'm doing i'm showing you all the way back then that this is going to be the way it's going to be done it's my work and it's just so awesome and his his work is amazing you go on you go on to say here and it says uh so we have the the circumcision made without hands which is jesus rebirth in your spirit sealing to the day of redemption ephesians 4 30 it goes on in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of christ so there's a separation of your spirit from the body, okay, which means, look, God is focused on your spirit. God's looking into your heart, all right. He sees, Amen. He sees Himself in your heart. He's focused. This right, there's a there's a separation from your spirit and from your flesh, your sin, sin of the flesh. That's what it says here. And putting off the body of the sins of the mm-hmm. flesh by the circumcision of Christ. And it goes on the next verse here. Buried with Him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with Him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. What's this operation? Sanctification. Okay. The, the faith of the operation now is, is it starts with the whole operation begins when you're sealed. The moment you have faith, you are sealed and the operation begins. You have a sealed spirit indwelling within your temple. And then the, the way it works is you will stay in that temple to your, until your vessel dies or to the rapture resurrection. If you're still alive, then God will rebirth, will reconstruct that, that vessel, that temple, your body. Amen. Okay? That's right. That's the operation. The operation begins the moment you believe you're sealed and it continues until your, it continues, goes until the rapture resurrection event. Amen. The, those who are in heaven right now, they're still in the midst of the operation, Michael, because yeah. their spirits separated from the body. They have to be reunited with the body. So the operation exactly. is the operation that's taken place for the entire body of Christ. And it goes on the next verses. And you being dead in your sins and the circumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you of all trespasses. Quickened together. What's that? You are quickened together with him spiritually, your spirit body, your soul. Spirit, quickened, boom, sealed, done. All right? You can't lose your salvation. Okay? So and then it goes out blotting out. Uh, what does that say? I think well, I just want to just real quick on that, that verse as sure. well. So you have verse 13. He says, all your trespasses, right? And we, brought, we bring this up constantly because people uh, sometimes are convinced that once you sin, you're still not covered somehow. Um and I think that kind of stems along the lines of uh, lordship salvation. Uh, however, here is a perfect example of what Paul is referring to when he says, forgiven you all of your trespasses being past, present, and future sins. Mm-hmm. All right. your, time, your whole timeline is forgiven. All right. So when, when you, when the moment you're born to the moment you die, okay, your whole timeline, okay, clean. Amen past present and future okay you have your whole timeline has to be perfect okay so yeah it, yeah we anybody that believes that you okay so i'm forgiven up to this point you know that's the stupidest argument 
I mean, I mean, you're God, Michael, and you know that we have a sin nature. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, you're forgiven up to this point, but now you gotta try to stay away from that sin, or else you're going to go to hell. That he, yeah. God knows that we're going to fall. Exactly. All of us, exactly. All of, that, all of us fall short of the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Daily. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that just it makes it so much more important to realize other aspects like that and truly understand that we are His workmanship. So if we're his workmanship, you, you can't mess it up essentially, right? Because it's him who's finishing the work. You're, you are his creation. You are a new creation, just like my shirt says, right? You're a new creation in the Lord. And when you realize that, oh yeah, there you go. Lift the beard. I'm a new creation. Yeah. And, and when you're a new creation in the Lord, yeah. <laughs> all the time, man, man, you should guys, uh, you don't even want to know how hard it is to eat. it's it's so wild because it's like man when you realize that and you realize you truly believe it and that's something that's why i always think it's so important i tell people to be bereans because when you go through the scriptures right because it's truth and their spirit and when you take it from your head and and you seek it out and you ask the lord you, you pray fully discern through it and you really take that time the lord by his holy spirit will lead you into that truth and when he leads you into the truth, it becomes settled in your heart. And it's something beyond just the head knowledge. It's a true understanding. And when that happens, you have many different aspects of what God's doing about salvation. So if someone tries to flim flam you about losing it, you can be like, well, how can I lose it when he's the one who's working it out? How can, how can I lose it when I'm his workmanship? Not only do, and are we sealed till the day of redemption, but he's working it out in you. And I I think that is a huge critical component to it because that has been such a comfort. And there's so many promises because, you know, all the promises in him referring to Jesus Christ is yes and amen, right? And we know he said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And there's just so many beautiful promises that the Lord has. And it's it's not just to one group of, per, you know, persons or people or whatever. It's to us through Jesus Christ, the promise seed. That's and right. when you when you really latch a hold of that, it it becomes such a stronger, I guess, for lack of a better way of saying it, like an anchor in your life. And no one can just toss you to and fro with every craziness that they want to 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 spin at you, you know. And maybe mm-hmm. you can help them, you know. May, the Holy Spirit will guide you into that conversation with them to show them, hey, you don't have to to worry if you've believed on the finished work and the blood atonement that you are sealed and you can have peace and rest too. Because a lot of times those kind of people they're they themselves are tormented and they really need that rest. Yeah. I'm just going to bring up this one uh, comment here from Jenny Joe. So uh, Jenny Joe brings up this uh, good point. Um, And this is a, this is from scripture of Hebrews, right? 1026. 31 for uh, if we sin willfully after that we receive the knowledge after receiving the knowledge of truth there remain no more sacrifice for sins um, I'm going to bring up the the verse itself actually because this is a good thing to bring up specifically who's uh, being addressed at this particular uh, moment the audience being addressed here the mm-hmm. Hebrews um, and also uh, the fact that we're not saying that it's okay to sin this is not Mm-mm. what's being 
said addressed yeah. here at all. What we're mentioning, and and Paul says, do, do we continue to to sin? God forbid. God no. forbid. Yeah, that's, don't, that's not don't abuse we, grace. We we mm-hmm. shouldn't want to sin once we receive the Holy Spirit. You're grieving the Holy Spirit at that point, um, obviously. So um, I can see where people can get a little confused about that, but that's where we also have to understand where we need to rightly divide and understand who's Amen. being uh, spoken to at a specific point in time. So let me uh, let me bring it up, and then we can go over this, gentlemen. Um, one moment here. Sorry for the delay. Uh, I have so many windows, so many windows open right now, and <laughs> yes, tabs. It. It's kind of slowing yeah. down the computer. So, um, so yeah. So here we go. Hebrews ten twenty six through thirty one. Um, so if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of truth, that there remain no more sacrifice for sins, but a ser- certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery ig- indignation, which shall devour the adversaries, right? And that's going to devour the adversaries. Okay, we're not adversaries, obviously. We're not, you know, we're not the adversary. So that, that in itself, you should just be take note of, okay? Um, so... Yeah, in terms of sin, yeah, there, there's there's no reason why we should be wanting to sin, um, but addressing the fact that we're that uh, this is a book to the Hebrews, um, and mm-hmm. the body of Christ specifically is drawn to uh, is you know through Romans uh, to Philemon. Um, those are the books that are written specifically addressing the body of Christ, specifically also within this dispensation. Um, there is a, salvif- a, a conditional salvific message to Israel, the nation of Israel, folks. There is. Uh, so if, if any Jews come to the body of Christ during this dispensation of grace, they are in the body of Christ, folks. They have, mm-hmm. they have done that before we head into the time of Jacob's trouble. Okay? That's very important to rightly divide and understand uh, that aspect of it. And the audience uh, that is being addressed at a particular time as well. Yeah, and another thing too is he's he's uh he's addressing the Hebrew people. Okay, like you said, but he said look, look at the words here. It, it, it says, "For if we sin, if we the Hebrew people, Jews, for we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth of Jesus being the Lamb of God, the final sacrifice." Okay. There remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, which means basically they're saying the same to them, to them as this. Look, Jesus was a final sacrifice. Yep. That's the sacrifice that works. So there is no more. You can't go out. They're like, well, okay, we trust in that, but we're going to continue to sacrifice our lambs. Amen. Right? Yeah. But the, Paul's like, God's not going to accept that no more. There is no more sacrifice for sins. There's no more killing lambs for sins. There's no more exactly. Passover activities of killing lambs for sins. There's no more of it. You have exactly. to trust in the truth. You yep. can continue basically saying, you look, it's like you're basically going to reject the truth and continue to sacrifice your lambs, hoping that's going to save you. And Amen. that's not going to work. Yep. Yep. That's actually exactly what I was thinking to uh, Brother Bob, because I had come across this in early or into my infancy um i um, I, I graduated to toddler status <laughs> but when i was younger i i remember coming across this and being like whoa you know what's going on here and 
through a lot of prayer and careful reading. Um, I agree 100%, Bob. I do believe the Holy Spirit. Because when we go further back in the chapter to verse 10, exactly what you're saying. It says, um, by the which we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Right. And that adds our further context to what they're talking about. Exactly what you're saying. There is no other sacrifice. Jesus is it. And if they don't accept that, then they will remain in their sin. Right. So Jesus, so Apostle Paul's referring, he was uh, talking to the uh, Jews yep. because they get yep. hooked. The Gentiles are not, they don't have a temple. Yep. They don't have, they're not going to be sacrificed lamps. You guys are. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you guys, if you guys, mm-hmm. I tell you the truth. Yeah, I just told you the truth. You have knowledge of the truth, and you still continue to sacrifice your lambs at your temple. There's no more sacrifice that God's going to accept. Now you exactly. got to worry about the judgment. You go to the next verse where he said, Now you got to worry about judgment. You got to worry about this stuff. You did not accept the truth. You're still going to go back and sacrifice those lambs, which God is not going to accept. But what did Apostle Paul say to us Gentiles? If you go to uh, Romans chapter 6, verse 1, what do you say? What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Okay? You cannot outrun grace. I don't Mm -hmm. care how much you sin. All right? You cannot outrun grace. But here's the thing. People always twist us up. So, oh, this license is sin. Look, when you become, when the Holy Spirit dwells within you, the Bible says in Ephesians 4.30, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of promise, which you have been sealed to the day of redemption. Okay, when you are saved, when you sin, you are grieved. It hurts to sin. It feels good and it hurts. Okay, so you're not going to just like sin and sin and sin and say, ha, ha, look at me sinning, God, ha, ha, too bad. You know, yep. you're not, that's not going to be your heart. Exactly. In any believer. No. So they, anybody say that's a license of sin and people can just sin and be happy. You know what? They're not, they're not truly born miserable. again. Or they're very miserable born again believer yeah oh yeah they're extremely grieving like crazy yeah and uh, galatians 5 13 is another one where paul exhorts and says for brethren you have been called unto liberty only not liberty for an occasion to the flesh but by love serve one another so just because we have liberty it is it's not a license a sin license and a lot of people i don't know why it always goes back to that but um that is so awesome. And then in Romans 5, 20, 21, moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. And that is very comforting for people, you know. And, but the thing is, it says that sin has reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ, not your own fruit of your own labor. And if something else kind of came to mind about the Hebrews 10, 26. And a lot of times you see that whole sacrifice picture where they people try to present their own works onto the altar you know what i mean and pulling like a cane right bringing their own fruit to the altar and instead of accepting the finished work of jesus christ and that's so important guys can you please put that in the uh, private uh, chat of romans 5 20 21 i for some reason i'm having trouble with my keyboard uh it's sticking when i'm trying to do the the hyphen oh yeah do you want me to I can share. Yeah, you should have that ready to go, too. Yeah, please, if you could. Sure. Mm -hmm. Please, thank you. That's right. Caesar, grace is the most wonderful gift of God, a loving God. Amen. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. (laughs) 
We're not saved by yeah. we are saved by grace through faith, not of works. Lest any man should boast. Okay. Amen. We are saved by the works of Jesus Christ and his finished works, his blood, his blood atonement. We have faith in that blood to save us. Okay. That blood atones for our sins. God requires a blood sacrifice. Okay. So when you get I know mine, that's Jesus. Okay. So going back to what those uh Hebrews would wanted to do, they're still trusted in the still trusted in their yeah. own works. Yeah. You know, making the same mistake that Cain did. Yeah. And it's crazy because, you know, I personally, I was there at one point in my life. You know, I grew up in church and um, I heard the gospel, but until Robert Breaker preached it and I really understood it. But it really took a lot of falling on my face before I realized that, you know, because it was mm -hmm. always I was always just trying to do good or trying to do better or trying to sin less. Or like, I love how Dr. Barry put it. Remember, he said he did the spits or something, yeah. <laughs> spit it out. You know, that that was all of our of our story once. But it's it's amazing because when you're free from that and you have that grace, you're not no longer chained to those things that once kept you into bondage. We have the grace and the freedom to move past that. Mm -hmm. And the Lord has set yes. us free. And when you've experienced that, guys, it's it's truly life-changing. I'll never oh, yeah. forget. I'll never forget what the Lord did for me. Me neither. And, and just how everything just started falling off. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Do I fall and make mistakes? Absolutely, 100%. But I trust the Lord at the end of the day that he's going to do, I'm fully persuaded as some would say, and confident in the Lord that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Mm -hmm. A perfect picture of this too is a uh, member at, um, when lot, if you go back to where lot and the angels, when angels removed lot from his home. Okay. Yep. Lot was tearing. Okay. He was, he, lot really loved Sodom. Okay. Didn't really want to leave. But you know what, though, those angels, and, and, and you have to go back and look at it. But basically what I saw was Lot was basically taking his time, dilly-dallying around, wasting their time. Those angels got to the point that, look, we got to go grab them forcibly and drag them out. Okay. So that just goes to show you right there, you know, even Lot was being kind of um, kind of a pain in the butt, <laughs> you know, and yet he was still saved. Okay. Yep. And just like all of us, we all have our good days and bad days. Okay. But overall, our timeline, the timeline has the righteousness of Christ distorted into it. That's what God's looking for. Okay. The righteousness of his righteousness. And um, Romans 10, 3, it says, for they have being ignorant of God's righteousness Amen. and going about to establish their own righteousness, their own works, kind of like what Cain did. Okay having not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Okay, so here you go. How do you submit yourself to the righteousness of God, Michael? You believe in Jesus' finished believe. works at the cross. Amen. Blood atonement. Yep. And then God will submit his righteousness, impute that righteousness into you. Amen. And seal Amen. you to the day of redemption, That's which I right. think is tomorrow. Amen, dude. That, that'd be so awesome. That it would really nice. would. And awesome. the, the, the follow-up for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. I mean, you guys, it's just it's so it's so wonderful. It's it's almost sound 
I guess because we were all raised, you know, in the world and jaded to every, everyone's heard the expression. It's too good to be true. It's too good to be true. Whenever there's something that's so fantastic and amazing, you, mm-hmm. you question it because that's the way we've been conditioned. And obviously this has to be a satanic agenda to do that to us. Right. Otherwise we would just simply believe, but, um, the Lord does, I absolutely know draws to himself and reveals himself to us through our life. And he knew us, you know, before the foundation of the world. And when you examine your life, it's so amazing. And I think I mentioned this before, and I'm sure you guys do this too. But when you look back on your life and you're like, oh, that was God who <laughs> was trying to say, hey, I'm right here, you know, and all those awesome, amazing things that he's done for us. And it's so beautiful because um, there's a scripture, I'd have to find it, but it talks about those things that were done in the past, not for then, but for when you, after you had come to the faith. And I mm-hmm. remember reading that once and I was like, that makes sense. You know, now I see God has opened my eyes to it. And that's such a, an exciting thing. I'm sure you guys, if you haven't done that, examine yourself, examine your life. It's so yeah. encouraging, especially in these days while we wait for our blessed hope. Don't worry about the craziness that's going on in the world. You know, we have to have balance in our life. We don't want to like 90% crazy news and fringe stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of had moments and I have had moments and recently too, where I'm like, whoa, 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 throttle breaks too much studying into stuff that doesn't matter. Let's get back to Let's get back to the word. Let's keep it in the word. And, and you'll know because you'll start feeling the peace mm-hmm. escaping. And then when you start feeling that, it's like the Holy Spirit's like, get back, <laughs> get back to your word. This stuff, all, you know, it's, you know, although important, but it's not more important than God's word. Mm-hmm. That's right. Amen. You know, it, you know it's so close. It's, this thing is so close. It's so real. It's like, remember I, I told you guys before we came on, it's like, it's so close. So real. It's like, it's like a part of our day. It's a part of our, um, what we have ahead of us. I, I remember I was telling you guys, I was like, okay, now when we, when we get up there, we have to, we have to be in front of the, we have to be in front of God's throne. And we have, there has to be the ceremony first before Jesus starts opening the seals. So we have to do the ceremony first. And it's almost like, okay, here we are here. And it's almost like this is just our next day. This is what we got to do. Okay. That's how real it is to me now. Okay. We're looking for the tribulation to begin and the Antichrist to be revealed and all that stuff like that. But from what we're looking at right now, uh, the uh, seven year covenant with many is right on track. This thing mm-hmm. coming up in September, the seven-year uh, recommitment, seven-year rescue plan, or as a sustain- sustainable development goals summit, okay, mm-hmm. where they get this, all these nations come together, okay, that you know that's a seven-year plan. It wasn't a six-year plan. It wasn't an eight-year plan. It's a seven-year plan. I mean, what are the chances, really? Yeah, you got the, really the timing. <laughs> you got the you had the Pride Month, and this is this is following uh, Tyler's. From generation two, three, three, four, two, four, three, four, and you have pride. You have the, the feast of wine this month. You have bricks next month, and then you have the seven-year agreement in September. Okay, what an incredible alignment we're having right now with that, and it's so it's so obvious to us now that if you told me, okay, by tomorrow, eight, by seven o'clock tomorrow, Greg, 
Um, if you told me, say, if you told me, hey, Bob, at seven o'clock tomorrow, we're going to be up there, and I'd be like, okay, and I guess by that point, we're probably going to be in the midst of the ceremonies and stuff like that. All right, that sounds about right. We there had there has to be this time frame between now and September for all the bombs to launch and for all the missiles to go off, for the war to break out, for everything to be because in order for this antichrist to be the hero of the world, the villains have to have their way. Okay, the right. guys, they have to shoot missiles. A lot of people have to die. Everybody has to be shooken out of their comfort zones. All right? Mm-hmm. Which has not happened yet, especially here in the United States. So nobody's looking for, nobody. people don't like war. I get it. But the world itself, collectively, is not looking for a savior. Nobody's scared out of their pants right now. Nobody's crapping their diapers right now for nuclear war. It hasn't become real, except that one explosion that took place in Taiwan. Do you guys see that video? That was oh. insane. Brother John no. showed it to me. That thing was know. They blew up their weapons I depot. I did not see it. They blew up the weapons depot. In, China blew up the weapons depot in Taiwan. Man, oh, man, that was like a tactical nuke that went off. You wow. imagine all the weapons blowing up? There were like there were like three explosions. There was like a boom, a boom, and then a boom. I mean, <laughs> almost one whole city, man. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, getting real. Yeah, yeah, they're Mike, getting those uh, those. Yeah, Michael, you had something you were gonna. You, you're sharing with me, but did you want to bring this up? I'm not sure if this is something that was shared with you by someone yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, um, just, I mean, whether it's true or not, I mean, it is from Wikipedia. You could, if you want to screen share it, you oh, can. it's a Wikipedia? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, it, yeah. It, it, it has some verbiage there about the ninth of all being a Germany entered world war one and two on August, 1914. Okay. 9th okay. And 10th of all. all right. I think that's where the confusion was before. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the United States, but the, I think not it's world war. Not, yeah. Not, well, I don't think that's when it initially like, yeah. When Germany started their stuff, mm-hmm. I think that's where that's where the confusion was coming from between thinking like the whole war because the war kind of started in different continents and we it wasn't until later on until the united states got dragged in so well interesting if true Uh, we'll allow the we'll we'll allow the community to uh to vet this uh this information um you're part of the community out there folks who are not just yeah just take our word for it unless it's coming from the scriptures from from the holy bible (laughs) god's yeah be a berean be a berean right Uh, yeah, certainly do your own research. Oh yeah, yeah. Just thought I'd throw that out there because I thought maybe sure. well, someone uh, Watchwoman sent that to me, and I was like, hey, well maybe that's where the confusion was coming from. That, could those be. particular, yeah. yeah. That's why I asked. I put it in a question form. But thank <laughs> yeah. you, Bob, for clarifying that. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, I found some interesting stuff. Did you guys know that Elon? Of course, oh. is the uh, is now changed the Twitter logo, and he trained he changed the Twitter logo just recently. I think within the last twenty four to forty eight hours. And what did he change it to? A lot of people are uh, upset. They have you know mixed opinions on this, but he changed this logo to uh, X. And so now Twitter is now known as X. <laughs> so. Bob, did you hear about this? No. 
Yeah. So this, this doesn't. Yeah. Twi- it's not. Yeah. It's not. Um. I can't think of why. It'll make sense Twi- later. I'm sure. Twitter. The Twitter bird is now gone. It's uh, now extinct. So now he has made. Now the new logo is now just X, and his his plans here, interestingly enough, with this is to have be, have become like a global a major player in global finance and have like the dominance within a an app of um you know his own his own app and uh social media app that is so this is very interesting what he's doing here because uh just to s- state he has his own cryptocurrency uh they i don't know if you anyone's familiar with dogecoin but apparently he is really promoting dogecoin and Allegedly, he has, uh, I don't know, an X amount of Dogecoin. Uh, it hasn't been, uh, you know, vetted specifically, but supposedly he has the most amount of Dogecoin. So that in itself is a little suspect, a little sus, right, for the uh, millennials. But uh, yeah, so this is interesting that he's changed it now to X, X.com, and it's going to be a major player in global finance. When you think of that, what do you think of, guys? When you think of global finance, we're, we're thinking, oh, yeah. you know, possible crypt- with a cryptocurrency. We're talking about possible, you know, um, okay, pull it. We'll put it out there, Mark. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does this X signify? Now, this is this is interesting because this came to mind just recently. The X in itself is uh, specifically. Uh, tied to chiism. I don't know if you're familiar with chiism, but chiism actually deals with uh, the, in the Greek, X is for Christ. Um, now, we're talking about, in our, we're talking about Jesus Christ. Now, Christ as in anointed. We're talking about Christ as anointed one. We know Christ, Jesus Christ, as being the anointed one. But when you get into the X and the symbolism of the X, it goes right into uh, goes into chiasm. I'm going to bring this up. This is actually a um, section from gotquestions.org. Um, and it gives a little bit of a synopsis of what chiasm is. And chiasm is also known as uh, chiasmus. I hope I'm... Uh, pronouncing that right, is a literary device in which a sequence of ideas is presented and then repeated in a reverse order. The result is a mirror effect as the ideas are reflected back in a passage. Each idea is connected to its reflection by a repeated word, often in a related form. The term chiasm comes from the Greek letter uh, uh, chi, or if uh, spoken in Greek, it's actually pronounced chi. Or uh, and which looks like our letter X. Um, so, with that said, chiastic pattern is also known as ring structure. Mm-hmm. The structure of chiasm is usually expressed through a series of letters, each letter representing a new idea. For example, the structure of ABBA, A-B-B-A, refers to two ideas, A and B, repeated in reverse order, B and A. Often in chiasm includes another idea in the middle of the repetition, A, B, X, B, A. In this structure, the two ideas, A 
and B are repeated in verse order, but a third idea is inserted before the repetition X. Uh, so I'm not going to get into it too much because uh, it's, it seems a little bit um, complex here, but many passages in the Bible exhibit the chiastic, chiastic structure. For example, Jesus' words in Mark 2.27 are in the form of chiasm. The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Using the ABBA form, the words Sabbath and man are repeated in verse order. Matthew 23.12 is another uh, example. Um, and then it talks about, it goes into how Joel 3.17 also use this, uses this uh, chiasm. Um, so I'm just thinking here, and I'm thinking out loud. Why sure. would Musk bring, change the Twitter logo? Talk about global finance. All of a sudden, this sudden change, this sudden switch in branding to yeah. X. Okay. You know, you know, the word, you know, Christmas, keep Christ in Christmas, right? You've heard, you've heard that, but people say yeah. X, Xmas. Xmas. It, it yeah. actually does. It actually does go back to, uh, to Christ. It does, uh, go back to Christ. So, but the, the fact that he's using this, and if you're looking in the, in the form of the Greek and, uh, you, you look into this, read into this a little bit more. There's something going on here. I think there's something more deep, spiritual, yeah, yeah, and definitely. sinister, actually. And yeah. when you talk about Christ, I'm thinking, and you're probably all thinking this too, anti-Christ. Exactly. And um, just if if you're willing to go this fringe, Greg, on the the screen share that I have pulled up. It's actually talks about the X and uh, this was shared with me and I did a little bit more digging while, you, while we were going through it. And it, I think it's really interesting because it says the legendary symbol of Nimrod is X, which we know Nimrod is notorious antichrist typology foreshadowed figure. The use, uh, the use of the symbol denotes witchcraft when X is used in shorthand forming or the meaning of Christmas. It actually means to celebrate the feast of Nimrod, a double X always meant to double or to double cross or betray. And then it's interesting because when I went over here to this other website here, it says X stands for atone and also is a uh, stands for the biblical name Nimrod, the mighty hunter of Jehovah. And I thought that was really interesting. And it says since masonry has replaced the cross of Jesus with an X representing their own Christ, that Christ of masonry was the biblical antichrist. Therefore, the X in modern Freemasonry represents Antichrist, and the X in the skull and bone symbol represents the black magic Masonry symbol for the Antichrist. So then I just kind of looked around further, and I and also seen that talks about, of course, here again, repeating the same information, but just different pictures that I thought was really interesting, talking about the X for the tone for the biblical character or person, Nimrod. And hasn't he always been tied to the Antichrist? A typology and picture. Mm-hmm. As you kind of see it everywhere. You got like, uh, yeah. even like, I, I was just thinking about people, they went from Christmas to Christmas, you know, Christ yeah. to Xmas. Yeah. It's like they're slowly trying to get you from the truth, which we know is Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, and then they're mm-hmm. switching it out with the X, the Xmas, and then to the Antichrist. And wow, it's so subtle. They did it so slow. It's like the frogs in the boiling water, right? And a lot of people just fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. But no, Greg, that is so amazing that you brought that up because I was—I had no idea that they did that. That's—I guess I, 
full disclosure, everyone, I don't have social media like that. <laughs> I don't get on, I don't get on yeah. social media. So YouTube, I get on, you know, I check my emails, but I don't have a Twitter account or anything like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there's yeah. more to it. And I think that's, it's going to progress this whole area. We're going to see where it goes, but maybe not because maybe we'll just be out of here before all this stuff really starts uh, escalating to the point uh, that we yeah. it goes right into the time of Jacob's trouble. Um, but it's just stuff that we we take note of. We we see these things approaching. As we see these things approaching and the day approaching, you know, we look up, right? Amen. I mean, I know yeah. it may be spoken to the Jews specifically on uh, that verse, but we can take and we can glean from certain areas of Scripture and understand the times we live in, and certainly apply that to our own walk in Christ. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's a and hey, uh, <laughs> Greg, it happened again. You said uh, when it's time to go, you just said that. I looked at the live and it says one hour, 11 minutes. Oh, it's there it goes. It It happened again. There it goes. I'm just like, yep. Yeah. You know know what we should do, Bob? When you remind me of that, we we should just do so far. Yeah, Yeah, special key for it. Hot heat. Yep. You know, if if I have to really like, you know, I don't know exactly when it can happen, but if I had if I had to give a time, I my guess it would be the you first know, Corinthians fifteen, fifty one, fifty three, it talks about in the moment in the twinkle of an eye. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the moment the twinkle of an eye, that's dusk. All right, right, that interchange, day to day to dusk, okay, in Israel. All right. So it has to be in Israel. So if that's the case, that would mean then where I'm at here in the United States, I'm in central time. It will be around, uh, they're eight hours ahead of me. So that will probably put me about 11 o'clock for me. <laughs> about that, 11, right? Or six o'clock would be 10 o'clock. But mm. it's amazing. And did you know that from from Israel's time to the eastern border of the United States is seven hours? How about that? You know, the United States is a a type of Israel during the age of grace. And the fact that our separation is by seven hours. Okay. On the time, on the time scales, you know, the fact that our, our East is separated by seven hours from their West. All right. So it's just uh, another awesome parallel right there. And this whole, this whole, uh, and this whole thing with, um, you know, Elon Musk, Elon Musk is not on our side. Okay. He wants to see at the table, all right. He's not here for us, you know. And if he if he's if he's trying to promote his Dogecoin, I think he's Dogecoin. hoping to get maybe Dogecoin will be like their digital dollar. But I know, you know we all know that they use crypto, cryptocurrency to soften us for the CBDCs. Mm. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they really softened everybody with it. Some people became insanely rich with that stuff. Oh okay. yeah. Imagine, imagine that, Greg. Imagine being those guys like BitBoy on, uh, you know, BitBoy and all those big, huge channels. They got millions and millions of dollars in cryptocurrency, and they're like, "Look, mm. either you give up all that money and we kick you out of your house, or you can convert your Bitcoin over to uh, the uh, CBDC, the Central Bank Digital Currency. Convert mm-hmm. it over to our currency, or you lose everything." You know, yeah, something, right. Something yeah. to think about. I mean, you, you, can you imagine that? 
that, that yeah. to some people that don't believe Michael, that that mark in your right hand or forehead is going to look pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And I think it's mm-hmm. interesting because you know someone would look at the X or anything and be like, oh, you know, that's just nothing. But uh, we know how the Lord has you know fashioned us all with a conscience. He he's put he's embedded instincts into us. You know, we are not just some stew that's randomly put together. You know, this is all the work of the Lord. And some a new term that I've recently learned that I thought was interesting was called pareidolia. I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with that, but pareidolia is the tendency to perceive specific images or patterns, meaning or um, ambiguous visual. They can be pareidolia of uh, sounds or sight. And it basically means that you see patterns in things right the brain has a tendency to see patterns and things is what they say but when i seen that i was like you know glory be to god i thought it was kind of interesting because i was like that's so interesting how he has we are truly without excuse because he's even fashioned our our minds to be able to look for patterns naturally right it comes something so natural to us and that is exactly what god has done throughout scripture with all the the foreshadowing the typology the prophetic parallels we have all these patterns and when we see the patterns it's not like we're just you know speaking about one thing and then another and they have no they don't coincide at all there's no congruency between the two but these things are absolutely congruent and they totally tell a deeper story of what's taking place so Mm. when anyone tells you like hey you know there's no such thing as this event coming to pass that's why we can open up the word of god and see from cover to cover the same story and as charles lawson says no one can flim flam you this way and i love how god has equipped us with the with the innate ability in our minds to be able to have pareidolia and now psychologists will use that as a way to call you crazy. <laughs> but the wisdom of God is foolishness to men, right? So mm-hmm. I am so excited about that. I just want to share that little tidbit. But unfortunately, I, I do have to run. But uh, it's been so awesome to be here tonight, guys. And I, oh, I love awesome you all. awesome to have you. Yeah, thank you for coming on, brother. And uh, yeah, I mean, before you go, I mean real shout out and i am so amazed by the support uh by the body of christ for our brother michael uh he has there was a fundraiser out for him if you are not familiar with it and uh he needed he needed a vehicle and uh, the lord provided the body of christ provided and we are so happy and just really amazed by uh, all the generosity michael is going to be getting a new car michael do you want to share uh, yes, yes. Which uh, one you've you've picked out? Exactly. So we've picked out and, and have a 2014 Buick Encore, and okay. it's it's just it's really nice. It's blue. It's kind of like uh, Brother Greg's shirt there. And um, pretty soon, I, I don't want to ruin it or anything, but on the on my channel, I want to make a, a, a video and just go into a greater detail and just thank everyone because without the Lord, without you all and your just absolutely overwhelming support, I was telling, uh, I think I was telling Greg about this. Maybe I did it. Maybe it was just something I was thinking about telling him, but uh, when it was all happening, guys, I felt like almost bipolar 
because I've never experienced anything quite like this. I, I was just crying and then I was just happy. And then I felt, I don't know, just like, <laughs> just, just so blessed. And mm. I was, I was just like, Lord, only you. And I know because I don't deserve anything. Right. And the Lord, it's, it's just like the Lord who just says, you know, I love you and my child. And this is a blessing for you. And I was like, Lord, only you, only you would bless someone so awesome, so mighty in such a way that there could be no other explanation. Because I just do not believe there's any other explanation. It had to be the Lord Jesus Christ moving through the body of Christ. And to see so many people respond to the call like that to help someone like me you know little old me i was like oh guys you you touched my heart brother bob you touched my heart guys in ways that i'll remember for eternity and to be able to have this experience before the blessed hope the rapture of the redemption of the precious possession is something i'm so grateful that the lord allowed me to experience because mm-hmm. when i get up there there's going to be there's hugs and thank you so much and just to know that i have so many people that truly care about not just me but my family and the people in the community that we help here and that's just so so amazing and i just want to say thank you so much and i want to do something a little more special as far as video goes because i want to show you guys obviously and um, i have some some plans to do uh with the car so to even try to go out even further in the community and help even more people now that we have a, a car that we can get out further without breaking down. So mm-hmm. glory be to God. And that's going to be really exciting and definitely stay tuned for that. Cause very soon I'll be working on that and getting that out there. And, um, <clears throat> your watchman, yeah, is maybe going to be making a part three pretty soon. Just to okay. keep you guys encouraged. If All right. we're still here. <laughs> Yeah. If we're still here, yes. Amen. Uh huh. Praise God. Amen. All right, brother. Well, thank you for filling us in. Take care, um, yeah. Thank you. God bless you, brother. God bless you guys. Have a great night. You too. Thanks for joining us. Um, I got a yes. Um, go ahead. Bunch of stuff here about the X. First of all, the one you brought up here. X is ten. Ten is a a bad and strong concordance. That's one you brought up. Mm-hmm. So that would represent uh, Antichrist. So mm-hmm. You have that. And then we have the other one here, uh, Dabu 7. Jeff says, Dabu 7 showing the mark of the beast. Ultraviolet light shows an X. So then you have Planet X. Mm-hmm. They call it Planet X. And that's, you know, that has its part here in the tribulation period. I saw a video of somebody, I think they found it, it was actually reflecting off the light of the sun temporarily for a little bit, you know. So mm. it kind of explains why, the, you know, they've been, uh, the chemtrails have really ramped up and how they want to block out the sun, you know. And I see those chemtrails here, man, when they plume out and they just sit there. And I guess that's why it's getting, it's getting so hot in certain parts of this country because of these mm-hmm. chemtrails, you know. So and they're on the open about it now. They're they're doing weather wars, and they're on the open that they could control the weather. You know, like you know, China offered. Uh, I think it was Malaysia twelve years ago. They offered to send them a typhoon because they're having a drought for fee. What you know? So that stuff is real, and you know, yeah. 
there are there are weather wars. They can control the weather, and they want to put this weather on a permanent path, according to the White House. That stuff's mm-hmm. coming out now. So yeah, yeah and, uh, you um, know, I was speaking to Shanna. Uh, if you remember Shanna Henning, who came on Uptime a while back, she said she's been seeing chemtrails constantly through uh, throughout um, the West Coast. So where she is and and it's just constant and it it completely envelops the entire sky and it can affect the weather i think that's part of what's being done there it's not just bouncing light off of the chemtrails i think there's a, a more of sinister part and aspect to it but um this is all over the united states i'm seeing it here uh, in new york I'm sure you're yeah. seeing it there in Indiana yeah. as well. Right, Bob? Absolutely. So you have that going on. This X here, we got a Richard says, Washington River posted an article with X is connected to the Antichrist. So this X is really starting to come out now. Yeah, well, I, I do want to bring this up too because uh, I just had this up uh, just before. Uh, so this is interesting here. The high uh, the or uh, Kai, right, in English pronunciation uppercase lowercase x is the 22nd letter of the greek alphabet it is used to represent uh the the i think it's the uh sound right or uh book sound and in ancient and modern greek i'm going to highlight this now the numerals it has a value of 600 now what comes to mind when you think of 600 Bob, the number six, yeah, six, six, six. Revelation thirteen eighteen. Here is wisdom. I don't know if you could see that. Yeah, here is yeah. wisdom. Let him who hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of man of a man, and his number is six hundred, three is. score and six. Right. The modern modern day yeah. versions. Modern day versions say six six six, but King James version gives you six hundred three score, and six. So six hundred six and six six hundred six. Oh, here's a good one for Manette. Say Bob said, "Ha ha! I told you about X on tribulation and the X eclipse. We got that X eclipse on America. Uh, it's going to be a complete eclipse on uh, April eighth next year." And the birds, remember, there is something to this, brother. X of the tribulation. Yep. X starting to represent the coming Antichrist. You know, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. They cause that he, you know, that that was a calculated move by Musk. All right. He just didn't do it because he's trying to be funny. That was a calculated move. This is more than just a marketing scheme to talk about his uh, global social media app. This is this. There's symbolism behind this. There's total symbolism behind this. And don't forget the false prophet in Revelation 13 is the one who actually initiates the mark. It's not the Antichrist himself that initiates the mark. It is the false prophet who does it when you read into it. Um, And we can go over that, too, if we have time. Uh, But it is the false prophet who, yeah, initiates the mark, not the Antichrist himself. When you read mm-hmm. that, so um, I'm not stating that Elon is the Antichrist um, that we uh, know of as the 
uh, beast out of the sea. However, there's something to this, which is in general anti-Christ. So uh, mm-hmm. the other thing I want to bring to uh, to the table here is interesting, is this X in terms of Greek, the Chai or Chai actually goes, if you go into Hebrew, what does it mean in Hebrew now? So in Hebrew, believe it or not, this whole area of um, uh, of, uh, uh, of Chai in Hebrew actually means life. And if you look into that Hebrew letter uh, uh, or Chaim, right? Also, you know, that's transcribed as Chaim. Uh, it, it's a name of Hebrew origin, which means life. It's the first usage, usage that can be traced to the Middle Ages. And it's very popular name among Jewish people. Um, now, also, what's very popular among the Jewish people, they consider a certain number as a very lucky number. And uh, that number happens to be the number 18. Now, uh, this is stuff that I just looked into. I'm not saying we need to read into it uh, that much, but in terms of what it means and the symbolism of the, the of life, it would make sense that the Antichrist would come in the name of life, in the name of the anointed one, right? Because Jesus Christ said he is the way the truth and the chaim life mm-hmm. he is he is the life now wouldn't it be something if the antichrist came in the name of life what happens when you calculate or just add up 660 plus 6 or 666 what do you come mm-hmm. to what do you get you get the number 18 and if you speak to any Jew, they'll know, oh, 18, they will say that is a very, very lucky number. They all know about it. Um, mm-hmm. So interesting enough, just something to, uh, you know, food for thought. We don't have to read into it too much, but there's something to this uh, letter in terms of X. And we're just going to keep our eyes open. We'll make sure that those people who may like Elon for whatever reason, and you're a believer, you're a Christian, just be remain wary of this, please. Okay, this is one thing we want you to be wary of. We don't believe he is a believer, uh, and there is there has been talk of him getting involved with occult practices and being uh, oh, yeah, he's you know, not part of the global elite. So this is just something that you know we wanted to bring to the table. All right, here's um, another. Anyway. Like Fair from faith it says X with bent tips will make the Nazi symbol. Then you have that from faith, then you have from Sonic also the X Men transhumanism. <laughs> Why do they call them X Men for? Because it sounded cool. I think there's something deeper. <laughs> you know, I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, it's really starting to uh, starting really starting to make sense here. It, it uh, is, isn't it? And wouldn't it be something, because the Jews, if they believe in, uh, eight, you know, 18, they believe it's such a, a great number. Uh, and there's there's something to that, because I believe they will fall for this person who comes in the name of life, Chaim, right? That mm-hmm. they're going to say, okay, this is the person who, in whom we we should worship. 
and fall for that. That may very well be what is coming. Just another thing that we're pointing out there. Uh, we did say these were unique end time perspectives, and so we're de definitely bringing that to you tonight. And with that being said, like I said, we're on a super high watch now. The rapture resurrection can be every, can be tomorrow, everybody. We don't know for sure, but it really looks good. It looks so good. I mean, the whole future with everything that's happening over the next two months and the timing of them. That's what I put here. Uh, says God of Men is having a rapture party. Okay, I have this whole thing right here. Uh, I don't know if you guys are putting out letters. Now would be a good time to start putting out those letters now. And I actually put this on my uh, refrigerator. You know, I wrote this right here. You see it right here. Hold on. Uh, Let's bring right it here. close. There you go. So this is actually duct taped on my refrigerator. And it says here, people disappeared? Question marks. It says, Jesus took us to heaven. It wasn't the aliens. They're demons and fallen angels. Read Revelation chapter 12. Then I have I have the word Bibles with arrows pointing up at cases of Bibles I have in the shelves in the garage. And then it says, don't take any mark in your right hand or forehead. You will be damned. You will be condemned to hell. Revelation chapter 13. We'll return in 2030 with Jesus. See you then. So <laughs> that's my message to them. You know, I got one written up on my board up here to my dry erase board, too. So if you want to start putting out letters, this would be a good time to do it. I was moved by the Spirit to pull my family together and say, hey, you know, you're on a need-to-know basis. You need to know now. This is a huge watch. Huge watch. Okay? We have a world government, Greg, that's so impatient right now. They want to blow everybody to kingdom come right now. Okay? You got China wanting to go to war. You got Taiwan. You got Russia. You got everybody. You got, of course, the Biden administration. I mean, just itching for war. All right? And... And with uh, that recent dream from Philip Barnett about the coming nuclear war, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen so many video feeds now, all these channels coming out about nuclear bombs, comparison sizes, and which cities will get hurt, hit first. By the way, Chicago gets hit first. So mm -hmm. that's right, you know, like, like an hour from me, something like that. So that's, but if they hit with a big enough bomb, that, that, uh, that nuclear radiation can come my way. But we're not here for it. You know, we're just not here for it. You know, if we're looking at the rapture resurrection being tomorrow over the next few days. You know, we're just simply not here for that. <laughs> In Dreams and Visions, I've been watching here. It even though I seen the the nuclear the nu the nuclear bombs take place, and then you know, we are raptured out first, and then the nukes go off. Okay. In the dreams and visions, I see nukes first. I mean, we, we go up and then there are nukes, okay? Now, in the dream, it's like instantaneous. But I think what's going on there was the Lord just showed me, look, I'm not going to wrap you up in this dream and then have you wait a few weeks for some nukes to go off, okay? I just want to show you that you are gone before the nukes go off, okay? So I don't think we're going to, I don't think it's going to be a race, for nuclear weapons to be used. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Okay. Oh, we're going to find out. I don't see them. Of course, you do have, like they said, the Ukrainian army has pulled back. So they're getting ready to do something big here. 
And it only takes 30 minutes for those missiles to hit us from Russia. Yeah, things That's- are escalating very quickly. Uh, you know, we, we are on the brink of war, of a world war. Uh, so we, you know, there, there's not much time left here, Bob, is there? I mean, everything seems to be coming to a head, everything. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, should we get into questions? Let's, uh, let's get into questions while we have the question yeah. is a rapture coming tomorrow. You know what? I think so. I really do. Yeah. I could be wrong, but it looks too good. The, the, the future outlook, the future outlook is if you see, you see what's going on ahead of us. Like I'm talking about in this video. All right. It looks too good for the rapture not to happen tomorrow or the next several days. Okay, mm-hmm. like I said before, the the first two temples were destroyed. First two corporate temples destroyed on ninth of Av. So why would the third temple, the body of Christ, be any different? It's taken down and is rebuilt within a blink of an eye. I mean, you're not. Gonna, it's not like you're going to be like blown up. It's just going to be boom. I mean, it's if if God could slow it down, let me show you. Like it feels like it feels like a warm feeling where your body gets destroyed, then rebuilt. It happens so fast you won't be able to you won't be able to be able to compute. But mm-hmm. technically, yeah, you're going to have this flesh is going to have to be destroyed, Greg. It has to in order yeah, for it to be rebuilt. It has to be flesh destroyed. and blood cannot enter the kingdom. Cannot mm-hmm. cannot enter the kingdom of heaven, and and Lord has has told us this. So it has to be, it has to be destroyed. Um, so we're going to be in our own, we're going to be in our glorified bodies eventually, folks. That is a very exciting thing because um, I noticed somebody in the chat said, Greg, you start, you're looking tired. I hope you feel better. I, I hope I don't look too tired. I've had a very long day, but thank you uh, for your concern and your prayers. Uh, but um, listen, we're going to continue doing this. When we're in our glorified bodies, we're not going to get tired. We are not going to be uh exhausted anymore we're just going to be going out and and just loving on the lord and doing what he he wants us to do uh and and it's going to be and the the possibilities are endless right mm-hmm. right bob i mean no no eye has seen no ear has heard no no I mind can comprehend yeah no no mind can comprehend the things that the lord has in store for us i mean it's just an amazing an amazing thing uh, to think of we have the absolute truth truth we are speaking here tonight and uh most people will say oh well he, i have my own truth and this this is the truth this way but jesus said in john 14:6 i am the way the truth and the life he said he is the way the truth and the life okay i've brought this up numerous times on other up uptime episodes i said if that was the only thing i saw john 14:6 that that was a piece of paper on the ground that was only this one section of scripture that I found, I would say, wow, okay, who is this person? Who is this mm-hmm. person who's saying this? Okay. Uh, and, and you can, um, you can easily go into, uh, uh, you know, you could go into that whole area of uh, he's either lunatic, a liar, or the Lord. Right. Um, yep. uh, and I'm forgetting the author, of course. Uh, I don't know why, uh, it's it's not coming to me, but anyway, uh, for screw tape leathers, thank you, folks, for uh, bearing with me. Um, so the uh, the fact that he is who he says he is is enough. That should be enough. 
And um, oh, C.S. Lewis. Hello. Come on. Goodness, goodness gracious. <laughs> How could I forget C.S. Lewis? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, lunatic liar of the Lord. And and I'm like, you know, you, you really have to. You have to understand the person that says something like that. He either means it or he is a lunatic or a liar. So which one is it, folks? Uh, I, I mean, it is by faith that we believe that Jesus says he is who he is. But all of this comes together. All of it comes together, and, and uh, we do have a relationship with him eventually. When you believe, it starts with the belief in our hearts. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so next question. Uh, this one here is kind of the same one question. So what time on the 26th is the rapture going to happen? Like the exact time and hour. Look, let me tell you something. Okay. Everybody loves date setters. People love you guys. There are people out there that secretly love them. Okay. Let me tell you why. Because I watched the view. You go to my channel. Look at the views of my channel. Okay. You got my channel is like broken down into like four different sets. You got like the first one, which barely gets any views, and that's basically like uh, that's our. Actually, we do it this way. The the um, I'll start at the top. The the channel, the vi- the videos that get the most views on my channel is a a video that implies a date, implies a time, that gets the most views. Okay, the, that absolutely gets the most views. And Doctor Doctor Barry, all videos were implying that, so they're like smoking views. I mean, there's a lot of views for those. The second, the second most amount of view video on my channel is a general dream, okay, about the tribulation or some of that. That'd be the second amount. The third one will be a video that talks about salvation. That's the third. It's a, it gets the uh, third amount of views, and the fourth and the, the least amount of views is basically our our missions, our outreach, where you see all the new salvations, okay, people being saved and stuff. It should be flipped. <laughs> That, that that video is feed my sheep today should probably be the most viewed video, but people don't care about that. They want to know when they're gonna leave. Okay. So people out there, you know, if you if you want to know if right now, if I if I could tell you the exact hour it'll take place, you all are probably all glued to your TVs now, your computers, you got your headset. You're probably telling your kids to shut up. All right. Because I have, I have my prediction. I think I already gave it here, right? Didn't I, give, Greg? It's going to be eleven o'clock or eleven eleven a.m. Central Time yes, tomorrow. Because <laughs> the only reason why I say that is because that's the that is the, at the point of the uh, switchover from the eighth of all to ninth of all, or ninth of all to tenth of all in Israel at that time. So if you got your phone. Go to your clock, your 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 uh your um world clock. People got that, and set it to Jerusalem time. Watch it when it gets to what's it six o'clock, seven o'clock is when they switch over to the next day, or they they basically wash the sun or something like that. But it's like right at that moment, yeah. it goes to the next day. That twinkling of an eye. As laid out in First Corinthians fifteen fifty two, in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. So you have to bring Lee on tonight, and the last trump will be the trumpet blown from heaven. It could be that Trump talked about feast of trumpets, but it also could be the trumpet blown from heaven, the final trump that closes out the age of grace. Okay, 
So there, there's your Trump right there. So it's the twinkling of an eye from ninth to the mm-hmm. tenth of off. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. could be that. So Great eleven symbolism. o'clock Central Standard Time or eleven eleven. All right. If I had to really narrow it down, I don't not think it's going to happen. <laughs> right, but if yeah. somebody said, "Bob, put a gun to my head, give me an hour, give me a time," eleven eleven a.m. Central <laughs> awesome. Standard Time tomorrow. Certainly would be would be awesome, wouldn't it, Bob? Yeah. Now, now, my question to you is: If it doesn't happen, are you going to be deterred? Is your faith going to be deterred? Are you going oh, to? That's not my first rodeo. I do this all the time. I'm but mature. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, we can yeah be mature about this and be sober enough where we could say, okay, I have my own idea on when this could possibly happen. If that didn't happen. Does that mean your faith is deterred? That you're going to go off in another area and uh, fall away, as as some of these other people will say? Okay, well, yeah, these these people who believe the rapture and possibly happening very soon, if it doesn't happen in this time frame they talk about, they're the the ones who are responsible for the falling away of the church. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, let's yeah. you know you've heard that, Bob. I know you've heard that numerous times, folks. If you if you love the Lord. You're you're not going to just fall away. You're not going to. You're just you're just not. I mean, listen, folks. If you are here just for a rapture date, then you're here for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're wrong, here for the wrong reason. And uh, I mean, even if half of the people um, drop off right now to show me that they're they're here for the wrong reason, that's totally okay. That's fine with me, and I'm sure that's fine with Bob Barber. This is not the reason we're here for. We're here on uptime. Okay, um, and you can see that from the last hour and a half or so that we've been on here, we get into the the crux of the word, we we dive into the meat and potatoes of God's word, um, and we here we're here to encourage and edify the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. Okay, there are certain things that will be spoken of that you know might get you excited, and then if something doesn't pan out the way it, it you know yeah. you anticipated it. That's that's okay. You we can we can handle that. If you can't, then perhaps we're you're you're here for the wrong reason. Okay. Right. You're not gonna fall away from the faith just because of a human being like me, a simple man, trying to do some a calculation on like the biggest day in history outside of our Lord and Savior's death, burial, and resurrection. You know, we we've we've been looking for this day for the last almost two thousand years, you know. So if people, I don't think there's anybody out there that's going to just fall away from the faith and go worship Buddha tomorrow because, you know, just because I had this, you know, I said, well, if he, if, 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 if I, if there was a certain time that I think if I had to narrow it down, that would be it. But more than likely, it's not going to be that folks. It's not going to be 11 o'clock. It's not going to be 11, 11. That'll make too much sense to me, even though I see 11, 11 all the time. Even, and when I'm asking the Lord, when are you come, when, when are you coming, when are you coming, and He just keeps on answering me with eleven, 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 eleven. He keeps on hammering me with that. Okay, so is He telling me the time? And eleven, eleven has to be eleven, eleven to me. It has to be my time. That would make sense, but it may not be tomorrow. Maybe the tenth, maybe the eleventh, eleventh of off. You know, I don't know. It may not be till the middle of August with that other celestial alignment. Or the Feast of Trumpets. But I think yeah. it has to be, an, it has, it's definitely not imminent. It just got to be some random time. God's like, you know what? I think today would be a good day. He's too organized for that. 
He's too brilliant for that. Way too brilliant for such a big, incredible time. It will seem like it's imminent to us. Remember that Dr. Barry all saying? It will feel like it's imminent when it, when it mm-hmm. happens, finally. Right. It will feel like it's imminent. But once we get up to heaven and we look at the entire tapestry of the Age of Grace, Greg, and how it started and how it ended with the rapture, you get to see the whole thing. And you know, mm-hmm. it'll make 100% perfect sense why it happened on the day and hour and minute and second and moment when mm-hmm. it did or when it does. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and if you still believe in the imminency of the rapture, then that's okay too. You, you feel free to believe that. We're going to bring our perspectives into the table and, and, of course, use scripture, of course, to back it up and, and uh, other guests. Yeah, use scripture. And, uh, yeah, and what you say, Bob, makes sense. I mean, it does make sense. All right. But um, listen, folks, we can we can still agree to disagree on certain things, too. Uh, but listen, that's the beauty of, of being who we are as a body of Christ also, having uh, differences in our opinion. Uh, but let's, the most important thing is we, we agree about, upon the main thing. Jesus Christ is Lord, right? And uh, of course, that we do believe that he's coming back for his his church prior to the Great Tribulation or the time of Jacob's time of Jacob's trouble. So, all right, Let's next one. You want to pick one, or should I just pick up another? No, one you, you keep going. Yeah, otherwise we'll just kind of go over each other. Okay. Let's see thoughts of going to happen around the next few days. We got this one. And some of these are just comments I'm looking at here. Oh, okay. So this one here is an easy one. Did you put one up? No. Okay. I, th- I saw one over there. So are there, al- are there other high watches after this week? Yes. Like I said, they'll be in the middle of August. We'll be talking more about that. Uh, 15th and 16th of August. There's an incredible celestial alignment. That's a rapture alignment. Uh, God a minute, Aaron from God a minute has got that information. So you need to go over there and subscribe to his channel. All right. I do a lot of stuff over there. So he's going to have an incredible alignment there. And the next one after that, of course, the mother of alignments. So you imagine making it all the way to Feast of Trumpets, Greg. <laughs> all right. You talk about, you know, oh. I'm, Feast Some of Trumpets. Some people don't want to I'm think of it. in my backyard. Huh? But some people don't want to think of going that far, but it's really not that far. It's right no, around it's the corner. It's, it's right around weird. the corner, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Let's see. Yeah, let's see here. So, time on going to have our answer to that question. I, I, there's a lot of people asking me the hour. <laughs> you know, but the Bible says that Jesus said if the watchman of the house knew what hour the thief would come, he would have been ready. And I said that last week. Is like Jesus said, you better know the hour. You better know the time. You better know. You better be ready. Do your homework. Get ready. Okay. If the, the hour is there, if you're willing to dig deep enough. And I think mm-hmm. Dr. Barry all dig deep enough. Now, he didn't give an hour. Okay. I'm sure he has an hour, too, if you want to ask him. <laughs> Does sure anybody does. else have an hour? If you have an, an hour that you think is going to happen, and you can give your reason for it before this sh- before this broadcast is done tonight, I'll post it right here. We'll talk about it. If your hour different from mine, mine is eleven eleven because of the based on, like I said, the dusk at Israel at six or seven o'clock. All right. Plus, I see eleven eleven all the time, so that's what I'm basing it on. 
Okay, we asked we go into the tenth of Av. Okay, so we're in the ninth of Av right now in Israel. We are in the ninth of Av now. Mm-hmm. So the tenth of Av starts at eleven o'clock tomorrow morning, Central Time. Yeah. So well, go ahead, put it in the comments. Just watch that, Greg. If someone right. gives something good. Yeah, I well, I'll let you know my I'll let you know my hour. Okay, uh, for some reason throughout my life, I've always seen ten eleven. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I've always seen ten eleven. Okay, um, and this is just just me thinking out loud again. Ten eleven, and you're 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 going to dis- be disappointed in this one, guys. I'm sorry, folks, but I I see it happening during a full moon because that's what I was shown during a full moon. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Just putting that out there. Don't, you know, don't stone me, please. No no stones. <laughs> but that's what I see. Okay? Um, anyway. That full moon will be, uh, there'll be a full moon in, in the, the next watch day. It's a full moon. So, okay. there you go. All right. All right. <laughs> I thought about that, too. I was outside yesterday. I saw that crescent moon. I was like, you know, Greg was wrong. <laughs> 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 must have been oh, smoking man. some weed before you went to sleep <laughs> I think somebody was over here asked me that, it's a good question is smoking weed a sin and if so if you st- is a, if so, will it stop you from being saved, no, of course not it's a sin it's not going to stop you from being saved, it'll certainly make you feel like crap, you know you'll be grieving the Holy Spirit, what stops you from being saved is your lack of faith alright, you don't have faith in the shed blood of Jesus Christ, all right? You don't believe in his blood to save you, all right? And instead, you believe in fighting off this weed your entire life, having good days and bad days, staying away from weed and smoking in your sins. If you believe in that to save you, then you're going, you're going to go to hell, all right? Because you're, you're like, hey, look, God, I only smoked two times this week instead of five times this week. You're still based on your own works, okay? But if you have faith in the finished works of Jesus Christ, faith in his blood to save you, all right, then you're saved. You're, you're saved by grace through faith in his blood, not by your ability to stay away from weed. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, I mean, again, just quickly on this topic, too, uh, if, if this is something that you are struggling with, you're struggling with the flesh, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You're, you're, you're trying to... Um, you know, trying to have the, the flesh uh, be satisfied in some way. So you, you're, you're being pulled in one direction. You need, to, you need to ask Christ to take this away from you. You don't want it. Obviously, you don't want it. And this could possibly potentially bring in demonic, uh, uh, you know, d- demonic situation over your life as well. So if anything that's tied to the enemy, you don't want any part of it. Okay, because that's going to do destruction for you here on earth specifically. Uh, have people pray for you. We'll be praying for you, brother. Okay. Uh, but, you know, you want that deliverance. You want to get away from that and tell Jesus, I don't want this anymore. Take it away from me. Mm-hmm. Because you, you want to walk in a, in, a, in a great relationship with him while you're still here. And this could be pulling you, tugging you into another direction. So, Make sure you're aware of that and uh, really think about what you're doing when you're doing that. Think about Jesus for a moment, okay, when you bring that, you know, when you're about to smoke, okay? And then say, well, 
Lord, I want to do this. He'll take that desire out of you. Tell him, I, I don't want this anymore. Take this desire out of me. He'll do it. It'll start fading. You'll notice it'll start fading. It'll just start fading. You know, some people might be just cold turkey. Other people, it fades. And it's probably doing that way for a reason. You know, maybe that's maybe that's his way of getting your attention. Maybe you don't, you don't talk to him unless you're dealing with weed. Okay, so he doesn't take it away because I look, if I remove it, then never, he'll never talk to me. I don't know. You know, but it definitely won't keep you out of heaven. But it definitely, uh, and, and, and it's kind of hard. It's like grieves. Some people smoke the weed as a medication to curb certain things for cancer and stuff like that. You know, so I guess why do you smoke weed is because Jesus can't give you peace or you're depending on the weed to give you peace. You know, that's why people drink. I don't know. It's kind of kind of weird. It's like, uh, I don't smoke, never did. I can't relate. I don't understand, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's a lack of faith that, the lack of faith will keep from the rapture. Lack of faith. You don't have faith. You don't have the indwelling Holy Spirit, all right? And if you're going to deal with weed up until the rapture resurrection, you're going to deal with weed. I think everybody has some type of thing that they're dealing with. God takes a bunch of stuff away, but he leaves a few of them just to keep you sharp. You know, <laughs> as much as you want him to take those, those things away, you know, certain sins that you're dealing with. And I guess the good thing we're talking about that right now. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has something. Everybody yeah. has something. No one's going to admit it, you know, because everybody's ashamed of it. And that's there's a reason why you're ashamed of it, because it's 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 yeah. ungodly. Pornography you know? is a big one. Pornography yeah, a is a one. huge one. And that is something that I had, you know, I just for example, that was something I said, Lord, I don't want to do it. I don't want this anymore. I don't want this in my life. Please take it out of me. I don't I don't want the desire to to be involved with this. And if it's not of him, then you know what? Just the thought of Jesus coming into your life and 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 stopping that should be enough. Now, people are going to handle things differently in different ways, but whatever it can be to uh, stop you at the time you're about to do something that is uh, addictive, that is not of God, then by all means, make that happen. If it's just thinking about Jesus, having his word near you right there by your, uh, you know, in the, the passenger seat of your car, you know, just take that out and say, this is what I want over whatever this addiction is. And it'll be gone. Take the desire out of me, Lord. I don't want it anymore. He'll do it. He'll do it. Let's see here. This one from uh, Chuck Lee. Question. Should I be praying all night long, even if it's 7 p.m. when I am right now? My question is, why are you praying all night long? Do you think those prayers are going to be qualifying you to get in the rapture? Those prayers don't qualify you to get in the rapture. It's your faith that qualifies you to be in the rapture. Because the faith, the indwelling Holy Spirit, that must change you from the inside out, that has to burst your skins, all right? That power that dwelleth within you, okay? I just I gave you guys that verse a little bit ago, Romans 10.3, where it says, For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, the righteousness God imputes into us now by his Holy Spirit 
faith in the Son's blood, Jesus Christ, his blood alone to save us, all right, God's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness. So you, you basically say, hey, I got to do these prayers all night long, or I got to stay away from weed for the next 24 hours, or I won't be raptured, you know? And I used to believe that, Greg. I used to believe stuff like that. You know, try, try, tried to be absolutely just, if I had said a lie or if I did anything wrong, I had to sit there and say, oh, I'm sorry, Lord, sorry, Lord, sorry, Lord. I just got to keep my mind clean until tomorrow, at least till the end of this watch period. Man, that's hard. Well, if it's, if it's keeping you, you know, if that's one of the things, like I just mentioned, uh, acting as a trigger point to keep you away from doing something like that. Uh, in some ways, that's that's okay. That's a good thing. But mm-hmm. um, to live in fear uh, of not being able to be with the Lord and not yeah. being saved, that's another thing. So, right, there's the the balance there specifically. And uh, any unjust balance, of course, is an abomination to the Lord. So it's about balance. You know, our walk with Christ, uh, you know, is understanding uh, and defining ourselves in Christ. And uh, that that's a... That is something that is personal, a personal thing between you and the Lord. It is a personal walk and journey. But we should keep ourselves accountable, of course, hold each other accountable. And, um, you know, we can we hope we can we can help you here, especially here on uptime. Um, Even though we're not face to face, we can uh, we can certainly encourage you and pray for you. And that's what we want to do for you as well. So. Um, we're going to close out, but before we do, we should close this out in prayer. So, mm-hmm. um, do you want me to, uh, Bob, or you, you have something? You feel I think I have something. If you have okay. something too, we can both do if you want. So heavenly father, thank you for bringing us all together here tonight. Thank you for the many years of being a watchman here. And especially many years of uptime. We have three years here at uptime. And I think this three years is three for a reason. Three is a number of finish lesser than seven. And here we are three years later with up time. Mm-hmm. And it's time to go up. So thank you for the many revelations that have came here. How many people? Thank you for encouraging everybody that has come to uptime. Everybody supported uptime. Thank you for allowing us to feed your sheep here at uptime. And we ask now in Jesus Christ's mighty name now just to give everybody peace that's listening right now during this live stream and that's going to be listening to this after during the recording. We pray that you give us peace right now. Give us peace right now. We Peace, love, and joy. We just pray that you just pour out for all of us now. And I pray, God, if the rapture resurrection is going to be happening here very shortly, that you will begin individually speaking to everybody that's watching right now. Individually, mm-hmm. show them their numbers, give them a dream, begin making things happen around their lives, begin get, begin to give them indicators that they're about to be taken. Yes. Okay, That will be such an encouragement to, to everybody here. So I pray that now be given to everybody right now, right now in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Oh, amen. Uh, I do echo my brother's prayer. I do agree with them, Lord God. I just ask that you you bless each and every one of the 
listeners, the uh, people on tonight on the live stream, those on the recordings, Lord God, let uh, let this be a blessing to them, an encouragement. Um, let them not be discouraged by the times we're living in. Father God, you have the uh, ability to, uh, to just reach out to the lost and those people who don't know you. Lord God, we just ask that uh, you bring as many people home before this uh, great and terrible day of the Lord, uh, th- that you bring them home before this tribulation period, that you um, you just wash them clean, Lord God, prior to this. Um, and those who uh, aren't going to make it pr- and are going to be through the tribulation, Lord, may you give them that strength, that endurance they need, Lord God, and um, let, help them not to grow weary, Father God. Help us not to grow weary in this time uh, that we're in and just to continue moving forward knowing that you are with us. We thank you, almighty God, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for who you've done, what you've done for us and continue to do for us. And uh, we just continue to love you uh, and, and want to do your will. Lord, help us continue uh, on the path you've chosen for us, that, that we do your will, not our own. And uh, we just ask that you bring us home. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You know, All right. it's, been, it's been an honor sharing the field of bad with you, brother Greg. Mm, same Bible here, brother. Said. It's been on the sharing the field of battle with you and everybody that's been on here and everybody's been with us. So big watch time, everybody. Huge. Biggest one since uh, Revelation 12 signs. It's been seven years since we've seen a watch time like this. So just... <laughs> all right take it all take it all in <laughs> take, it all, take it in everybody and so uh thank you for so thank you everybody for all your support over the years it's end time dream and vision feed my sheep today thank you for your support we love you guys so much we love you guys so much and i cannot wait to meet every single one of you and to hear your stories you know we don't need to hear our story we already had our stories told here already i want to hear mm. your stories <laughs> So can't wait. Can't wait. Amen. All right, everyone. God bless you all. Have a good night and uh, keep looking up. Lord's Lord's coming soon. The Lord is coming soon. God bless you all.